Welcome to another visit from the FBI, your weekly dose of pro wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined, as always, by my partners in crime fighting. Uh, DA Fabe will be joining us shortly, but to start off, we've got JLB, our RCMP from up north. What's going on, man? How are you? It goes, it goes, good sir. Can't complain. I finished my last exam uh, for the summer, so I'm a happy camper. I, uh, I'm excited. I just have work to focus on now, and this podcast, obviously. Forgot and to turn on my fancy little lights behind me, so sorry. One job. <laughs> no, one I got job. multiple jobs. This yeah, is one of all, my jobs. Doing all of the jobs properly. All of the jobs. One job. But this was my one job. That's, <laughs> That's it. Okay. So like, uh, like I people. said, DA Fabe is, I guess, joining us shortly, so we don't get to ask him how he's doing. Um, he's just running a little bit late. So we'll just go ahead and get into our side of things here uh without him so, mm. um if you are new to this particular show the rules are pretty simple um we're gonna take turns challenging the others to book some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of professional mm. wrestling we don't discuss them in advance um so the answers are made up on the spot and we think that um makes them more fun sometimes more challenging i guess mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, if you are a fan of the show though, um, and you're watching us on our live stream, which we do live every Tuesday night at 1030 central for the fantasy booking and Sunday night at 1030 central for the WBU slash, uh, pay-per-view reviews. Cause there's so many pay-per-views now. So many, so many, um, and so, but if you are watching us on the live streams, great. Just make sure to click that subscribe or like button so you get notified uh, whenever we go live. Um, if you're on um, the YouTubes, make sure to click the bell next to the thing that says, <laughs> you know, uh, subscribe and notify me. Because that makes sure that you get that little ding dong notification whenever you go live. So you can also follow there... us on all the social medias. At Ron Order WBU is uh, the main page uh, for Facebook and for Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and all that stuff. Um, and JLB's got his own stuff. Uh, all of the links are going to be in the doobly doos uh, to the podcast. Link is in the doobly doos. He's got the shirt. Boom. Um, merch link is also in the doobly doo. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, um, but before we get into the fantasy booking, I always like to remind people that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. podcast network. So in the doobly-doo is going to be a link to tatnusco.com. You can head over there and check out the other podcasts on the network and all of this stuff uh, Keith McCreary uh, is, is up to. Um, Tatnus has a lot of stuff, a lot of, a lot of rods in the fire. Is that actually a phrase anymore? I don't know exactly what I don't um, think that's a phrase. I've never heard it, at least. Uh, you are much older than me. A lot of something's so. in the fire. <laughs> there's yep. there's a statement that's a lot of something's in the fire, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I've ever. Uh, yeah, there has to be, though. Yeah, there is. Uh, I think it's a lot of rods in the fire. But anyways. Uh, but we will go ahead and get into the fantasy booking. Um, irons in the fire. Irons in the fire. A lot of irons in the fire. Rods was close. 
Iron which Lost. is to be involved with many activities or jobs, but at the end of the day, you only have one at the same time or to make certain that there are always several possibilities available. Thank you, Google. Yes. So, um, so as usual for the fantasy booking, I open it up to see if the co-hosts want to go first or if they would like to take my challenge first. Um, normally there are multiple co-hosts to answer, but right now we just have the JLB. So JLB, you want to go first? You want to go uh, okay, mine is very minimal, so I guess I'll just go first because you always have great creative ones and I never do. Hey, I never do. Um, so I guess I'll go first. Um, yeah, okay. So there's three I have in mind, but whatever. We'll go with this one for now. So now we know that um oh my god i just randomly forgot her name now we know that nikki is uh up and coming superhero or superhero to be if you will uh with her being what is it i think it's superstar ash or super ash or something superhero to be um not book what she's gonna do but who would you book as her sidekick and you cannot use molly Holly. And now I can't hear anything. You might be on mute. Somehow or another, I got muted. I didn't mean to. Um, sidekick. Oh. Huh. Uh, I would put her as the sidekick. Not that I have any problem with uh, Nikki Cross. I just think if your whole gimmick is that you're uh, a superhero in training, you're the sidekick. Mm -hmm. um, right. Which, keep, keep in mind, we once had a superhero in training. S-H-I-T. Wasn't it Rosie? I think it was Rosie. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> wow. Um, it's not that it's, long ago, yet it's still no, that it long wasn't. ago. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it was like, what, 2008? Yeah, it was Rosie. Um, uh, when was the time? Anyways. <clears throat> yeah, it was the superhero in training, which... Which, of course, is the acronym S-H-I-T, <laughs> um, which is not nearly as much fun as the Saskatchewan Hardcore International title uh, that Lance Storm carried for a while. Huh. That was the better S-H-I-T. Mm. Anyways, um, so yeah, I, you know, I would put her as the sidekick and have... A, you know, frankly, have Hurricane Helms come back and be the the superhero. But that is not the rule of this particular challenge. So Nope. Always trying to change the rules. Always trying to change the rules. No, I'm I'm admitting that that's not the rule and right. and and rolling on with within the rules. So um, on, brother. who would I have to be her sidekick? This goes with news that just recently happened. So if you have not watched NXT yet, um, which I haven't, but I happen to be aware of this particular um, event happening. Hmm. But this is your spoiler warning for NXT for tonight, June 29th, 2021. So if you don't want to be spoiled, 
like mute this or or fast forward if you're listening to it later um you know um i don't know i don't know how long to tell you to fast forward Um, (laughs) if you're watching the video i'll do this (laughs) when you can stop fast forwarding right um or when you can unmute it uh but um oh i hope you do that afterwards look here Hey! 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 Merch guys here. Yeah, we please, <laughs> please yep. sponsor us, even though I'm late. Turks and Caicos. Yeah, we we've actually got two merch guys. The link is still in the doobly doos. Yeah. Boom. Um, yeah, I'm I'm the one slacking on that. So yeah, Mister NWO is not our logo, and no. the Wolfpack NWO wasn't that great to begin with. Yeah, hey, you shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> You, you Don't shut your back on the wolf fat bag. mouth. Might end up in a body bag. That's it. You get muted for a bit. Until um, he can figure out how to unmute it. Until he unmutes himself. <laughs> I figured it out, asshats. <laughs> <laughs> um, Have we had any so, crimes yet? We're only 11 minutes in. so uh, We're, we're <laughs> starting starting our bo- first fantasy booking. His uh, challenge, JLB was the first challenge. Yeah, fantasy booking, sorry. Yeah, his challenge is uh, with uh, Nikki Cross now being a um, almost superhero. I think that was her thing. A-S-H, almost a superhero. Uh, Superhero in training, but they already did that with Rosie. Um, (laughs) uh, Who's her mentor? She doesn't have a mentor yet. She doesn't, but the challenge JLB gave us is to actually give her a sidekick. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was about to give my answer when you showed up. And I was Go in the middle. It. I was in the middle of giving a spoiler warning for NXT for tonight. So if you uh, haven't watched NXT, <laughs> no such thing as spoilers yet, uh, and are worried, I was just telling the uh, watchers and listeners uh, to wait until I gave the sign. I'm not going to give the sign again because then it'll confuse them. <laughs> give the sign um, again. <laughs> yeah. Um, that one. No, no. You'll no, see the side no. when I'm done. So um, the an event happened on NXT tonight that I think sets up who will be her sidekick. Who should be her sidekick if we're giving her a sidekick. And that is, there is a new North American champion. Yes, sir. Um, spoiler. Yep. That, that was the spoiler. The new North American champion, which means Bronson Reed is no longer the North American champion. Oh yeah, he's getting called up. Uh yeah, he's definitely getting called up. So, uh because of that, I think Bronson Reed is the one you make her sidekick. And the who's, reason Who's is the new North American champion? Just tell me. Uh Isaiah Swerve Scott. Swerve beat Bronson Reed? I'm sure with help of the hit. Yeah, no, for sure, because Bronson Reed was kicking his ass for, like, the good chunk of the match. I had to go do the garbage. I came back, and then I see Swerve with the title. I'm like, what happened? What do you mean? Why? I'm sure he got help from the Desi Hit Squad. Wait, no, that that was uh, Impact Wrestling. Uh, He got um, help from the the Hit Locker. Wait, no, nope, that's the Hurt Locker. Um, The Hurt Business. Ah, jeez, I'm confused. It doesn't really matter. You got help. Yeah, I'm sure he got help, but but so I, you know, the only reason I know is there's already a post on one of the Facebook groups I've had where people all pissed that uh, Bronson Reed didn't hold on to it for longer. 
and devalues the, the title, man. Yeah, you know, devalues the it, it making him look weak by having him lose so quickly. He's going up to the main roster. Uh, he's going to be in six months. He's going to be Otis. Um, so why not have him? <laughs> why not have him be? Uh, yeah, tuck it, tuck it, tuck it. Why not yeah, have him Bronson, be a sidekick for, for? Yeah, maybe they should put him with Otis. Yeah, he- heavier machinery. Uh, uh, I'd be down for that. They definitely do that. He, he can. He, they can change his name to Brawny. Mm-hmm. Hey, Brawny, Brawny, buddy, buddy. But so that's what I would do to for a sidekick for her. I would give her because I think the idea of her having a sidekick that's just fucking huge, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not a little guy sidekick. It's not like Batman with little tiny Robin next to him. This is. I don't know how the chemistry would be though. You're thinking alongside of the muscle, but in terms of chemistry, uh, I mean, she wasn't. By the time she left NXT, he wasn't even there yet, right, Bronson Reed? So yeah, um, we won't know, I guess. But I mean, Bronson I, Reed I think, isn't all that charismatic. I think. I think that's why this could work. Because you give him this, uh, you give him kind of a goofy gimmick. You let him be. I'm trying to think of the best way to word this. Um, there isn't one. Have you seen of mice and men? Lenny. You have him be Lenny. I've read seen the it. book. I mean, yeah, read the book. That's read better. The book. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, well, actually, I'm, if, I'm sure if there's a movie. Chance, there, there's the a Malkovich, movie version Jerry, with Gary Malkovich Sinise one. Gary Sinise one is, is phenomenal. That's pretty solid, yeah. Um, there's I mean, it, it does a lot of homage to the book. Like, it's yeah. not like it's Orson Welles' 1984. It's not story by story. Mm-hmm. It's literally uh, based it, off the book? It's yeah. really close. Like It's really close. Your vision of how, how Lenny kills the girl um, is slightly different. Mm-hmm. Than how it goes in that story, well, just because everybody sees that slightly different, or how he pets a mouse or stuff like that. Yeah, well, there's but, that. There's also the fact that John Malkovich did a phenomenal job with the role, but John Malkovich is not a beast of a guy. No, right? And, no, that should be played by Braun Strowman since he's available. Yeah, he is. <laughs> what was it called? He's also stupid. Was just it called asked, of mice and men, or was it called yes, of different? mice and men? Just ask uh, Shane McMahon. Braun's just stupid. He's a big old dumbo. So he can be Lenny. Braun Strowman. Want to, <laughs> want to pet the wabbits, George? <laughs> do, 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 let me pet Which the rabbit. Which way did he go, George? Side note, that character, the 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 big red thing mm-hmm. in the car- cartoons. Is loosely based on that, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why he refers to George every time. Yeah. So um, now, now that being said, uh, it's 2021, so they definitely have to, if they did it in WWE, tone down the special needs um, connotation Aspect, for it. Yeah. And but just make him, just make him a big dumb, you know, uh, heart of gold kind of lucks into doing the right thing sometimes you know what i mean i don't know if you kind of make them eugene-esque i think that might still work 
No, no, no. Eugene not, would no. not work right Eugene now. would not no. work now? No, you don't no. think so? Eugene didn't, Eugene work, didn't then, work in right. 2013. Nope. Yeah, it didn't work then. It's not going to work now. Yeah, Fest- uh, but I- Festus wouldn't work now either. Mm. Um, no, I mean, you, you could have them be genuinely just not bright and make yeah. poor life decisions and have, mm-hmm. have a positive thing there. Um, you could have them, but but once you start throwing in the "I'm disabled" aspect to that, yeah. that gets pretty hairy. Yeah, and that's what it comes down to is is like like I said, Festus wouldn't work, and Eugene wouldn't work now, and that's why you would just have him be just a big dumb oaf who just makes you know makes bad decisions, but somehow or another they they end up winning matches for him. You know what I mean? Mm. So. Yeah, that would be my answer. And uh, now, if we are done discussing it, I will give the <laughs> signal <laughs> so they can come back. <laughs> Welcome back, boy! That was a fun fantasy booking. Jesus, I felt like you almost uh, had a heart attack by doing that. <laughs> Lost some calories on that one. We will. Hear what D.A. Fabe's fantasy book Oh, my goodness. Um, Who would you make to be her sidekick? Nick A's sidekick. Um, I I enjoy your concept of a female side or male sidekick to female superhero. Um, I think that's pretty forward thinking for modern times. Um, I really don't like the idea of him being stupid. Um... Mostly because uh, I, I think that uh, I have to find an idiot to, to also think they're a superhero just discredits her superhero character. So um, I, I'm going to go a different route here. I think um, I think I'm going to I'm I'm going to start pushing Nikki back the direction I want Nikki to go, and I think her sidekick's going to be Lily. Oh. Hate me, hate me right now, and so um, I think I think Lily coming out and doing hero esque stuff um, in an event in 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 a a turn of events to have said symbiote take over Nikki Cross and bring back the good Nikki Cross we saw in NXT would be a really, really cool thing. Um, it builds confidence in Nikki to have this superhero thing. I think that that's absolutely fine. But I think this could be a two- to three-year transition where Lily's working with with Alexa um, or back being the, the witch under, under Bray or whoever. But the puppet character becoming the... I guess what what was it called in Inception? The 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 it was a top for one guy and it was something else for another guy. The coin was that um, called the token? Yeah, uh, totem. Totem, 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 totem. <laughs> yep. So having the puppet be the totem for the symbiote, um, and then that that as Nikki develops in in strength and and growth, not an instantaneous turn, just just. You know, kind of in the in the corner, uh, rooting for Nikki, and, and Nikki thinks, um, "Oh my gosh, what a 
what a great sidekick you are, what an encouraging deity or being you are, whatever it is. I just can't say deity because it's a symbiote. Um, <laughs> but then she, uh, as as Nikki uh, has the the puppet doing superhero stuff, the puppet is slowly but surely turning Nikki darker. And then Nikki does a dance, which shows that she's cool now while she's walking down the street, because I know that Smarks absolutely hates that part of the Spider-Man flicks. If you're getting uh, <laughs> yeah, It is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like I watching my mute to see if I have to hit I it or not. Mute you I was like, uh, uh. He didn't mute you because he knows you're right. No, I didn't mute you because you're in the middle of actually answering the question. So um, that that symbiote setup, I think... Uh, I think I th- I think I figured out their storyline there. I I could be wrong. It could be a amplifying setup. I don't know. Um, but at the end of the day, um, if you don't put it back on somebody who who actually plays dark well, um, it doesn't it doesn't work. And so uh, that's really what I'm I'm shooting for. I think I'm going to make Lily in the long run the sidekick and i think i do it at survivor series i think i start rolling towards that at survivor series and have lily actually come root for nikki's team at survivor series and then maybe even maybe even help nikki slay um slay charlotte in the royal rumble you know in terms of nikki eliminate charlotte in the royal rumble um because lily pulled the ropes down Mm. I don't know, something like that. And uh, yeah, so it's garbage. And I wholeheartedly <laughs> agree with what you guys are thinking right now that my was garbage. But I, I didn't have 11 minutes well, to talk about it beforehand. I mean, no, that's valid. But at the same time, there is some intriguingness to it. It would work with her obsession with uh, Alexa. Oh, shit. I have Alexa near me. I shouldn't. With Bliss. Um, <laughs> with uh, with Bliss. And, you know, it, would, it could kind of work out. Um, even with great storytelling, though, if you had the best writers in the world, I think it would still be kind of weird. So I could imagine WWE really messing it up. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, they absolutely could. Yeah. So in in a fun uh, side note to this, I used to have an Amazon Echo that I had right next to my TV, and I had to change the wake word away from Alexa because every uh, can you change it to whatever you want? You can't change it to whatever you want, but they and I don't even know if they still allow you to do it. But you used to be able to choose between Alexa, Amazon, or computer, or Echo four. You had four options. Alexa, Echo, Amazon, or computer. And I had to change it away from Alexa because every uh, Monday and Friday night uh, when Raw or SmackDown was on, whichever one she was on, um, it would keep activating any time they said her name. And this was when she was like world champion, right? So she was oh, boy. on a lot and everything. So I changed <laughs> it to the word computer because I'm a Star Trek The Next Generation fan. Um, Star Trek fan just in general, and just the idea of saying computer, right? Uh, it cracked me up. Uh, but I had to change it away from that because I fell You're asleep Star watching Star Trek: The Next Generation, 
and I woke up in the middle of the night with my Alexa playing Nickelback at full volume. Bro. And I don't know what was said on the t- on the episode that triggered that. Um, but, I mean, it, mu- it might have been computer into the world. Um, <laughs> computer, play my favorite songs <laughs> as loud as possible. Straight up. <laughs> well, I That's did never is. make it as a wise man. Couldn't get a poor man's I'm tired of living like a blind man. To wake up and go to bed. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. I was like, wake up, go to the other room. You're asleep on the couch. Oh, crap. Your back's going to hurt. <laughs> That's yeah. about no, it. I'm, I'm 43. That happens every day. <laughs> Doesn't matter what. Uh, it's not normal. You need a Jack Lillane juicer. Yeah. Welcome to your forties, where breakfast is Advil. <laughs> That's legit too. <laughs> That's a great commercial. <laughs> yes. Please sponsor us, Advil. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Just imagine Advil. This logo right here. Mm-hmm. That could be an Advil pill. Yeah. Please sponsor us, Advil. <laughs> but okay, so that is done with one fantasy booking challenge. I had one job and I did it, guys. You did your one job. Yeah. So now we will move on to next person. Uh as always, DFA, you want to go first? You want me to go? Uh first? is yours good? Um is I think mine's pretty epic. Okay. <laughs> I think mine's I pretty mean, epic. We all have to be pretty honest when 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 we know whether or not we got crap or not. Yeah, so I'll go. I'll go. I'll okay. be the middle man. I'm starting with the man in the middle. Oh, wait. I'm not sure that's the words. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's a good place so, to start, though. I'm going to segue because I, I came unprepared. I, I worked a little late tonight. Um, have I have a bit of a commute anyways. And so I got home and, and we we're 11 minutes into this. So I, I was totally unprepared. And so, but, but something struck me. And, uh, so we talked about one of, one of the books that pretty much everybody has to read. Um, or at least when us three were much, much younger had to read, um, Less so JLB than us Well, two. I mean, fair. But I read it in high school. I imagine you guys read it in high school, too. I think it was junior high for us. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But, well, but well I mean, cool. junior high for you guys is what? Grade 7, 8, and 9, no? 7 and 8. Yeah, that's it. Quebec, that's high school. We're the oh, only okay. province that does that. Yeah. So. Well, okay. and, and where I grew up, they got rid of junior high and they went to middle school, right? Then. Middle school, which is six, seven, eight, right? Which now is six, seven, eight. But at the That's time weird. when I went to it, it was just seven and eight. And it was like two years uh, later, they moved six over there. At the All same right. time, though, you guys, we stopped at grade 11 for high school. And technically, college, CGIP, is our grade uh, 12 and 13. I don't know, but I don't know how the American system works because in everywhere yeah. else in Canada, it's we, 12 and 13. We, or we go, grade 12, and then you go to college for a year. Do we you have kindergarten? Grade, yeah. Okay. We go to grade 12, and then you know we go into debt for college. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Anyway, moving forward <laughs> before we get political, because Marx loves it. 
Um, <laughs> I'm going to give you a really good chance to be political, and I want you, uh, oh. just because of what we mentioned in the last segment, uh, I want you to book, um, I want you to character build one of your favorite books. I want you, if, if it's, if it's, uh, let's just pretend for a moment it's Twilight and you need an Edward and you decide that John Cena is going to play Edward, which would be a horrible casting call. But and you need a Bella, so you put Brie in there because yeah. everybody knows Bella. Seth, <laughs> Seth Rollins is as Edward. He's not <laughs> nearly skinny and pale enough. So Finn Balor, totally Daniel Bryan. Uh, yeah, I think Daniel Bryan would be Jasper. That's solid too. <laughs> yeah. See? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what you're talking I mean, about. I've never who? watched that movie. Who? <laughs> Jeez, you know. I uh, think John Cena would make a better Emmett, but that's the. No, no. I think John Cena makes a, a, a great werewolf dude. Or Carlisle. John, I think John you Cena guys watched Cena too much Carlisle. Carlisle. Yeah. Doesn't I Shane mean, McMahon have to be Carlisle? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I mean, I mean let's I, not I, rebook my, the whole Twilight series. My, my wife, my wife made me watch them once. Yeah, yeah, mm. I never chose to watch that. Yeah. So choose, choose a book series, choose something, uh, a pop culture thing, completely different. Recast it. Um, I don't care if it's if it's uh, I don't care if it's War of the Worlds. I don't care if it's if you choose. Uh, uh, 007, if it's something that's never been made into a movie, um, which means I won't know about it, um, <laughs> whatever it may be, uh, that's a lie. I've read plenty of books that weren't movies. They're called self-help books because I'm sad about my life. Oh, um, Jesus. <laughs> I'm recasting uh, Randy Orton as Tony Robbins. I'm, uh, I'm recasting <laughs> Bo Burnham's Inside. Um... <laughs> Uh, Bo Burnham is going to be played by Daniel Bryan, and now I'm done because he's the only person in the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do like a one man show. Have this be entertaining. Try, try to do things that people people would um, yeah no would I'm have seen or heard of or anything like that. Yeah, now, so, if you, hey, here's what I'm gonna say, just as a plug: if you haven't seen Bo Burnham's Inside, it's on Netflix. Uh, it's please, phenomenal. Please sponsor us, Bo Burnham, with a yeah, song. Please sponsor us, Bo Burnham. Uh, it's phenomenal, but it, it's it's like two hours of existential dread. I got with, with I got music. half in. I was like halfway into it. And, like and, I got halfway, and then I'm just like, okay, I'm not in this mood anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's phenomenal, but it's kind of a kick in the nuts. Uh, yeah, it's it's one man slow uh delve into darkness um and madness during covid so uh anyways it's really good so that's the side effect um but so yeah well okay. uh jlb you want to go first or you want me to go first uh okay i kind of have something mustered up okay fair enough all right so so what immediately came into my mind is um you would have so it doesn't have to be books, right? It could be film or pop culture. You would you yeah, rather? Yeah, he said pop culture, so okay. I'm gonna say you know. So what instantaneously went into my mind was MJF 
playing the Joker. I just see him. Let's qualify being... which Joker. Yeah, that's that's what I was um, alluding to. So I originally had thought the the circus Joker, but MJF is not as quirky as the circus Joker, if you will. And why is everyone so quiet? Why does everyone mute each other now? Okay, uh, we're listening. And oh, okay. I'm quiet because I'm still um, on MJF the Joker, and my my cogs are turning trying to figure out how that works. So okay. keep talking. So I'm thinking of the Why So Serious Joker. So the uh, uh, no, actually the Suicide Squad Joker. Because to me, MJF would be, he's more in your face, uh, more arrogant. So he'd be able to play into that role really well. I would think the makeup would look good on him. Like whatever, it would be fine. I, just his cocky attitude, I feel, would work for the role. Uh, I haven't seen him act in anything. But if I'm basing it on AE dubs, on how he does things, I think that would work. Um so he would be the villain, obviously. Um, I would. I would. So this have, is in Suicide Squad, then. In Suicide Squad, I'm thinking that would be the best Joker for. Yeah, um, but I guess to clarify what BFA is saying is, since you're recasting it, you're now recasting Suicide Squad. Yes. Okay. Uh, which might not be fair of me even to do. That's a lot of characters. And that's a lot heroes. of characters. I like it. Yeah. They're all tragic heroes. I like it. That's it. Just give me a second. Uh... Although I'm going to call shenanigans if he says Harley Quinn is Alexa Bliss. No, not doing it. Although I would still like it to happen. No, I'm not going to do that. Uh... <laughs> oh, that's good. That's awesome. Well, that's what she's kind of based off of, right? So, yes. Um, combinations that if you drink, you should try. What are you uh, drinking? Lola's and Sam Adams. Hot sauce and Sam Adams. Okay, that's really solid. Nice. That's an interesting. Uh, you just tried that now, or you've been doing that for a hot just tried it now. First time oh, ever. Wow. <laughs> Okay, I can't do Suicide Squad, though. I don't know if I'm about Suicide Squad to actually do it. <laughs> You're so JLB and fantastic. Keep going. I'm being honest. Um, so, uh, Officer Smarks, I think you should go first. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> I'm <Okay>. being serious. <laughs> okay, give me one second. I had give me a classic. Give me something like The Godfather or something, man. You're better than to do a superhero movie. Um, I I hate to break it to you, but I will be doing (laughs) a superhero something. (laughs) Um, um, However, it's going to be a superhero TV show. Oh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Go fuck yourself. No, it is not. (laughs) It It isn't now. (laughs) No, it is not. 
Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, fucking it, angel. Good job. It, ne- it never was. <laughs> give me just one second here so I can do this and give you a hint. You there. Lois and Clark. Um, close. Uh, Smallville. Smallville. Okay. I am you got a lot more characters there, so I appreciate yes. that. Um, I am doing Smallville. And I'm going to hit their, their main characters. Uh over the course of the seasons, which means uh, I'm going to hit some of the bad guys who were only in one or two seasons. Uh, But this gives me a lot, a lot of potentials here. Um, That's tough. A little heavy on the lowlism. Too much much hot sauce. Too much lowlis. Yeah, too much Mm lowlis. So... um, the the first thing for Smallville, as as important as Superman is for the Smallville story, uh, the villain is actually the most important role. You're talking about uh, Lex. So Lex, Lex is the the linchpin. If you cast Lex wrong, Smallville falls apart. Um, so uh, for Lex, you know we haven't seen him. And uh, just a caveat: I'm not limiting myself to one um, brand. brand. You don't have to. Right. You don't it's have to. Any, nope. any wrestlers we know. No. Nope. But make it. I mean, like I said, if you if you did Lois and Clark, you really do limit yourself pretty quickly because it's mm-hmm. two primary characters and a whole yeah. bunch of others. No, and that's why I'm doing Smallville. Um, yeah. But that's why I'm saying in terms of like WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor. No. Uh, no, you can jump I'm around. I'm jumping around. I'm absolutely everything. fine with you jumping around. For Lex, I gotta be honest, I think the person who really has the ability to do it is Cody Rhodes. Okay. Um, Eloquent. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. He kind of already just looks like that smarmy rich kid. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit smarmy, yep. You know, so so I think I can play. I Whether we could convince him to shave his head, that's another thing altogether. Um, it'll grow black. Grow well. It'll grow black, and it'll grow back as well. So um, problem is dying it as it's growing back. The the That's tough it. thing is, the person I would probably cast as Clark Kent for this. Physically, it's hard to to see him Superman next to some of the other ones. Um, but I think I think Finn Balor. As Clark Kent, but he's a teenager, so that works. Well, he's supposed to be a teenager, but he'd grow into it. But just like you know, Finn Balor's never going to be the big dude. Uh, it was one of the brilliance with small, brilliant things with Smallville when they cast Tom Welling. He was he was older than he was supposed to be in the show, right? He was supposed to be fourteen, and at the time, I want to say he was like twenty two or so. Um, I'd have to look it up exactly. But he looks kind of like a 14-year-old. However, by the end of the 10 seasons, he fucking looked like Superman, right? So Bulked uh, up. Yeah, he looked like a big old Kansas farm boy at that point. Um, Clark Kent's childhood love interest, Lana Lang. That one... I love the big old Kansas... Uh... Kansas boy with the British accent, by the way. <laughs> the, the Irish accent, yeah. The Irish, Irish accent, sorry. 
Um, yeah, that's that. That was a tough thing for it there too. Um, you want to cast somebody else as Clark Kent's voice? <laughs> <laughs> we'll just dub it like a, a, a karate movie, a kung fu movie. <laughs> Lana. Oh. <laughs> okay, that's what I was like. What are you doing? <laughs> um so so Lana. Um jeez. Bit off a lot with this one, but um Trying to think here. We really don't have a whole lot of female bad guys. So I think yeah, Charlotte. I, well, no, in terms in the in terms of Smallville, there aren't a lot of female bad no. guys. Oh, okay. So unfortunately, I think I have to cast a heel as a face character. Um I think Britt Baker for Lana Lang. Ooh, that works. Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, yeah. well, uh, Superman's always had had a knack for liking the homely, so that works. What? So once again, D. A. Vincent <laughs> K. Fame <laughs> thinks Britt Baker D. M. D. is a homely. Bring it. Uh, Adam Cole, baby. Oh boy. I'd be just uh, just as afraid of the DMD. She can break your face I'll and steal then fix your it. homely girlfriend. She can break your <laughs> face and then fix it. Um, snap. Uh, I feel like I, she's used that line before. I think she actually has used it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Good line. Pete Ross, uh, who's uh, Clark Kent's boyhood. Friend, did I say homely? I meant homie. Homie, homie. yeah, she's yeah, like my homie. He he always had a thing for the homies. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Pete Ross is who? Uh, Pete Ross is uh, Clark Kent's childhood friend. He reoccurs throughout the series. He's main in the first couple seasons. So, um, I think Sammy Zane. It's not the perfect fit, but I think I'm going to go with that. Shade. Uh, um, well, yeah, when he's playing 14, yeah. Uh, yeah. Chloe Sullivan, who's his uh, childhood friend and right-hand girl throughout the entire season, uh, knows his secret and helps him out. Um, that one is where I think I'm going to put Alexa Bliss. She's going to play against character, though. Because she's so good at playing jerky McJerk face, um, and this would be her playing good guy. However, um, that this is the one where where um, there's a there's a, a weird real life twist to this. The actress who played Chloe Sullivan, Allison Mack, um, is um, about to be sentenced as part of the Nexium uh, sex trafficking cult. 
as one of the people who was so in real life the nice girl uh, Chloe Sullivan was actually not so nice at all so so I think I'm going to have Alexa Bliss playing Chloe Sullivan as Allison Mack playing Chloe Sullivan it's going to be mm-hmm. meta um Martha and Jonathan Kent the Mama and Papa of Clark Kent. Um, Trips and Stephanie. So you say that, and and I'm gonna go back because that's that's actually better than what I was gonna do. Um, so yes, <laughs> Trips and Stephanie. I'm stealing stealing your idea. I was gonna do Kurt Angle for Jonathan Kent. Ooh, that's good too. I like that. Uh, and then, but I couldn't couldn't make up a good Martha Kent. Well, obviously, Karen Jarrett before she cheated on him with Jeff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I want to go that dark with this. Um, <laughs> and so I think I think I like I like Trips and Stephanie better <laughs> as um, Cody's adopted parents. Oh my god. This show's never happening. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it would be Finn Bauer's adoption. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Um, Ooh, which gives Cody a reason to turn, shave his head, yeah. be angry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lionel Luther, Lex Luther's evil father. Uh, this is going to be tough because the the wrestler that I would cast as it is not uh, significantly older than. Cody Rhodes, but um, that's where I would put uh, uh, Seth Rollins. All right, playing the Daddy Luther. He'd just have to age up a bit for. Um, he might even be younger than Cody. If he is, it's he close. Well, um, either way, it's a movie. So, but it, in in the show. show in the show, in the first couple seasons, Lionel Luther is the really big bad guy. And then later he actually becomes a good guy for a while. And then it turns out he was bad the entire time. Which is perfect for Seth Rollins. Yeah. Bad guy, then good guy, then actually was bad the entire time. So, um, uh, starting in season four, we, ha- we introduce Lois Lane. Uh, and so this is where we have to, this is where we start transitioning away from Lana Lang into Lois Lane. Um, and so, do I put Becky there? Finn Balor and Becky, does that have chemistry? Finn Balor and Bailey has chemistry, but I don't know if I see Bailey as Lois Lane. I could kind of see Bailey as Lois Lane. She does have a grandmother face, though, so like you have to kind of. It's like an old lady face, so you kind of have to really make her give her a lot of makeup. So Superman starts banging his nemesis's dad's wife. Yeah. That also makes it a little awkward there. Um, <laughs> Ding dong, hello. I don't hate the Bailey idea. Um, yeah, I, 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 
I kind of want to throw throw another option at you, and make you and, and just suggest that you think about the supporting roster on AEW. Um, you got nothing for Lois Lane? No, I don't have anything. Okay, what about on Impact? Say a, a women's champion. Like she's a little thick for Lois Lane. No, I don't. I don't have her for that. I okay. The the other there's a couple okay. other options that I was I was thinking of though. Um, so I'm gonna throw out. Uh, I'm gonna throw out one that's kind of a curveball and one that's a little bit uh, more uh, straight line. Um, the more straight line one. Would be uh, Peyton Royce, aka Cassie Lee, yeah, um, uh, as Lois Lane. The kind of wild card one. The one I'm hoping that you're saying Indy Hartwell or Shotzi Blackheart here, because I think they'd be a really good. They're both thin and, and yeah. No, because the the way I was twisting is. Uh... <laughs> And you actually make me... I, I'm going to give two options. This is the wild card, so you can decide whether you like the wild card or the more... Um, either Hikaru Shida or Io Shirai as Lois Lane. That's interesting. Nothing says Lois has to be white. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's let's de-culturally appropriate this thing, because you've already done that with some British accents and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um... I think Indy's the best move there, but if you're going to do that, then uh, I would I would go with uh, Hikaru Shida because it's uh, the, the, her her voice works better. She can speak a little bit better than Eo. Uh-huh. Well, English. we might have to kung fu dub her too. So um, <laughs> agreed. Uh-huh. But um, for uh, Jimmy Olsen, um. <laughs> that's that's a that's a ch- uh, Chucky e. T role there, Jimmy Olsen. Carl Anderson. Not go Chucky e. T. Go Chucky e. T. Yeah, not not for the small. I almost went with Orange Cassidy for the Smallville version, but he ends up having to be a little bit more active than Orange Cassidy would probably do. Uh, mm-hmm. Kara Zor-El, a.k.a. Supergirl. That is just calling out for an alien to play that. Because she's an alien. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yeah, that makes so, sense. So that's Chris Statlander there. Um, Oliver Queen, um, a.k.a. The Green Arrow. He had a reoccurring spot for a long time. Um... Green Arrow, Archer. I'm not doing Damien Priest. <laughs> that not being that. the only connection, the only at all connection you could make is that. Yes, fuck that. <laughs> you know, to be perfectly honest, this might be, this is another case of you might have to play a little against character. 
But if there's a role in Smallville for MJF, it's the the rich billionaire who um, has all the money and all of that stuff. So MJF maybe is Oliver Queen. Uh, and then uh, the last major character, um, he was only in a couple seasons, but you can't do a Superman story without Zod. And this one's a little tougher. Because part of me thinks Roman reigns for Zod. He's the you wouldn't have thought that before this current storyline. And part of me thinks Kenny Omega for Zod. I think I'm going to go Kenny Omega. I feel like the acting chops are stronger there. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and he won't make Finn Balor look so small. Mm. Uh, <coughs> and and their fight scenes would be phenomenal. And then there's the backstage story of uh, Kenny Omega being the Bullet Club leader after Finn Balor had gone, so... You left us. Left us to die. So that... I can see it. That is my casting. Nice. So, with that long casting, <laughs> I, uh, I, have, I was thinking of Silence of the Lambs. Oh my god, I'm, I'm jacked for this. <laughs> I'm going to mute myself and just you shouldn't. listen. You shouldn't be jacked for this at all. I'm sorry for making you hyped, and it is. Um, so in terms of, of course, Hannibal, um, I don't think there's anyone quite as wordsmithy that could play Hannibal Lecter quite like Bray Wyatt. I think Bray Wyatt would be the perfect person to play Hannibal Lecter just because I think he could just do his own type of style and he'd make that you know kind of thing like his own uh Clarice was kind of weird for me I was thinking of there's not really many women on the there's either women who are overly cocky or confident but still innocent uh and Clarice's that's what pretty much Clarice is. She's confident in her abilities, but she's also kind of insecure a bit as well. Um, I initially was thinking Becky Lynch, but I'm like, no, Becky Lynch is too confident. She's too in your face. She wouldn't be scared of Bray Wyatt. Um, Alexa Bliss is too small. Um and she doesn't play a good Clarice. She wouldn't play a good Clarice. So I had initially then went with son of a bitch. Who was it? It was no, because Charlotte Flair is too cocky. I I think I initially had said Becky because maybe Becky could play that. Like she doesn't she doesn't necessarily need to be the full I'm the man kind of thing. Um, I think it was Flair. I was saying Flair's too confident and she would never uh, have those kind of insecures. Whereas Becky's kind of humble. 
So that's where it would kind of work for Clarice and I guess the red hair, uh, which doesn't really have red hair. It's kind of more, um, uh, it's technically dark, no? She doesn't have, I know she doesn't have, have red hair. She has like dark brown hair. Um, so it would be Becky for that. In terms of Buffalo Bill, a few names came. I, I first initially had said Kane because Kane would just play like that part perfectly i was thinking of like kane in uh what's this movie there see no evil um but then i was like that's too easy so then i initially thought maybe loomis can i throw in a suggestion you certainly can i'm i'm 100 percent sure smarks is on this too um Baron Corbin, Lone Wolf. Oh, snap. That is, <laughs> yeah. Damn. How did I forget Corbin? Jeez. Okay. Back that's when he had one. the hair, my God. That's like, that's Buffalo Bill. That's Buffalo Bill. Straight up. <laughs> I could see him cut up fat woman all day, every day. Like, that's Corbin fun, for you. Uh, fun side note. Apparently, WWE filed trademark for the phrase, uh, Happy, Happy Corbin. Corbin. <laughs> yeah. Good job, WWE. Um, and then I guess if we want to add another character into it, I forgot the guy's name, but Red Dragon, the actual um, villain in Red Dragon, where he has uh, the scar in his face. He's kind of, um, he, he really falls in love with one of the, I forgot what his thing was, uh, but he was like a taller dude. Um, and yeah, he was like in love with this, um, visually impaired lady. She was completely blind. And then he has like the back tattoos. He's all like back to, I don't, do you know, do you remember, do you know what I'm talking about at all? The villain from red dragon, I guess we could just, I, I know of it. Okay. Um, yeah, familiar. so he was kind of very soft-spoken and very insecure of himself. Um, so then. That's where I think I, I mentioned Loomis. Loomis is, but he doesn't, because Loomis doesn't sense. really talk. That makes sense. Um, he's not as tall. I don't think Loomis is, yeah, Loomis is pretty tall, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so, he's like six foot. So. He's like, okay, fair enough. Um, Loomis would take that role, and I think that would be kind of fun. I don't know any other main, really crazy main characters. Well, since Aside he switched from- movies there, then you have the whole series. So young Hannibal, um, the guy who gets his brain cut out and fed to him. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think we're going to have to go with Otis on that one. Otis for the not young Hannibal. but The, the, the guy who gets his brain cut gets out. Gets his yeah. brain cut out. I don't know. That could kind of work. Uh, or maybe uh, – no, but he was kind of cocky, though, from the stuff that he did had. He thought he knew everything. So maybe that would be the best for uh, either an MJF or a KO. But MJF would suit that more uh, nicely because I think he was a writer, if I'm not mistaken. He was a writer, and he was fairly well off, so it kind of worked. So I think MJF might suit that role, although he pretty much doesn't. I think he makes it halfway through the film. So sorry, MJF. Um, and yeah, <laughs> young Hannibal, honestly, I've only, I think I've only watched the first season, but I, I guess I know enough of his character. 
I don't know who's that psychotic. Because the in the show he was pretty, pretty cuckoo. Total train you wreck. Guys, total train wreck. Would you guys have any suggestions for the young Hannibal? Do we make it into a woman and we make it freaking Nikki Cross? But they wouldn't work for the voice. He still has iconic sayings in the in the young Hannibal. So, um, yeah, I, got, I don't know. I got nothing for young Hannibal. I don't know. TJP. TJP. So random. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you one person who's never being casted in any show or any film wrestling related ever, and that's my homegirl, uh, Natalia. I don't want her to see her in anything at all. Never happening. I don't even want to see her in her own documentary. You are not, we are not showing clips of you. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's harsh. Is it though? Is it really? No, no offense. We love you, Natalia. Just, you know, get some charisma. And that's all I got, guys. That's all I got. I thought Silence of the Lambs. I said, okay. But then there wasn't a whole lot of characters like Smallville. Uh, and I don't remember any other character from Young Hannibal except Young Hannibal. I was watching the Clarice show. Honestly, wasn't all that great either. Um, she just played, that girl plays a good Clarice, but didn't really get into the show all that much. So, yeah, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. Well, that brings us now, finally, to you. To well, my challenge. Yeah. My challenge to you is based off something that was said in uh, the WBU this week. I, I see the look on, on DA Fabe's face there for a second, and I'm like, I think he knows what I'm about to challenge. I don't, but as soon as you say it, I'll yes, be like, ah, oh, crap. Yeah. Um, you guys are going to book a special one off. Uh, I've been fired from WWE pay-per-view. <laughs> using the same characters? Uh, using actual people who've been fired from WWE over the past two years. The only rule is they cannot be currently on, like, currently signed to another promotion, right? So these are people who have been fired and are not been rehired someplace so it can't be joe it can't be matt cordona matt cordona can't be uh diana perrazzo miro yeah okay but there are still a lot of people who got let go and haven't signed uh someplace um i think i think you could put together a good i don't i don't need you to go crazy in like seven matches or something like that let's just do four or five um but uh, just who who has been fired? Who would you like to see wrestle each other? Dang it, I'm not doing this at my computer, so I don't have that list. Can you, uh, I got a piece of paper here. Let me find a pen. Oh, you got Braun. Braun. Marker will work so, just fine. So to go into last year's releases, 
<laughs> um, <laughs> in November, we had Zelina Vega released. Okay. In September, you had Occam and Razor, the authors of Pain. Rusev has a job now, so he doesn't count. Uh, Kane Velasquez. Um, technically, I think Primo and Epico have uh, have signed with some place, but I don't fucking care. So if you want to book Primo and Epico, you can. Uh, Eric Rowan. Sarah Logan. Um... Technically, Renee Young hasn't signed anywhere. But she's uh, a commentator. Curtis Axel. Well, you're going to need commentators for the pay-per-view, right? Mm-hmm. Um, no Way Jose. I don't believe MJ Jenkins has uh, signed anywhere. Cassius Ono. Don't think Alexander Jaksic has signed anywhere, but, you know, he's whatever. Uh, <coughs> technically, Kurt Angle. Aiden English. Um, and Kathy Kelly, again, commentator. I think we just found our commentary team. Um <laughs> No, you have Moro still there. No? Oh, yeah, Moro. Um, what a great trio. <laughs> Although you might have been uh, fired before the last two years. Uh, after. No. No? No, it was COVID. I had page open, and apparently it didn't save it. So, um... Okay, um, in terms of 2021, Lars Sullivan. Lars! Um, those people have signed. Uh, Billy Kay, and of course, um... Iconics. Yeah, uh... Can't technically do Mickey James because she's working with NWA. Uh, Chelsea Green hasn't signed anywhere. Tucker hasn't signed anywhere. As far as I know, Kalisto hasn't signed anywhere. I don't think Wesley Blake has signed anywhere. Bo Dallas is not signed anywhere. Mojo Rowley has not been signed anywhere. Velveteen Dream... Has not shown up anywhere yet. <coughs> um, the most recent ones are going to be a little bit more star-packed because most of them aren't out of their 90-day no-compete yet, so they can't have signed any place. Braun yep. Strowman, Alistair Black, Lana, Murphy, Ruby Riot, Tyler Breeze, Fandango, Ever Rise, uh, Tony Nice, Aria Diavari, uh, August Gray, who cares? Bollywood Boys, Kurt Stallion, who cares? Killian Dane. 
Um, also, um, a lot of these we don't know necessarily, so I'm skipping over some of their name. Uh, Alexander Wolf, uh, Kavita Devi, Jessamine Duke, Vanessa Bourne, Adnan Verk, gun commentary, although no one wants him. Uh, Tom <laughs> Phillips, you might want. I don't know. Josiah Williams, who's mostly known for rapping the NXT thing. Santana Garrett, Arturo Ruas, Tino Sabatelli, and Marina Shafir. I believe that's the whole list. I think we can have... I think we can have six... Six trophies out of this. Okay. So I'll go first. Um, I'm going to have a... I'm going to give you the categories here. I'm going to have a women's champion or women's trophy, a women's tag trophy, um, a men's tag trophy, obviously, a cruiserweight trophy, a heavyweight trophy, and a super heavyweight trophy. So that's five, I guess. Okay. Six. That's six. Yeah. Four men's and two women's, right? Yeah. So, so. That, mostly because that's the percentage we have here too. The, mm-hmm. Not that I wouldn't have more women if I could. Yeah. Yeah. That's we are a little bit more limited on quality women released. Uh, my commentary team is going to be Renee Young, Mauro Ranallo, and I am actually going to put Tom Phillips over Kathy Kelly. She'll be the backstage interviewer because. That's what Kathy Kelly's known for. So I'm going to have a, a, a three-person team there for commentary. Um, in the women's championship setup, uh, do I have four women for a tournament? I have Zelina, Ruby, Sarah, Sarah Logan, and I think that's it. Lana. I'm sorry, what's that? I didn't hear you. You don't need to. It's okay. Move on. Uh, you have uh, Kathy Kelly. Oh, no. Never mind. No. I mean, I, I technically, I have Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir, but I'm having them in a tag group. Mm, nice. So I guess we're going to do two triple threats for the women's ones. Zelina Vega versus Ruby Riot versus... Uh... Oh, what did I have? What was the other one? Oh, Sarah Logan. Um and I'm going to have Zelina Vega get the surprise win here um, with a, with one of her absolutely stella, stellar uh, Poison Ranas. Um, I think what happens is Ruby um, clips. Uh, obviously, Ruby and Sarah Logan come in as uh, you know working together. Um, both former Riot Squad members members it makes it makes sense that Zelina feels like she's outnumbered, um, but they both want they both want to win. Um, Sarah Logan recently coming off of a pregnancy when this happens. Uh, Ruby Ruby is kind of working with her, and then we get some heel Ruby work where he where she cuts uh, Sarah Logan from behind, throws her out of the ring, um, and we get a surprise poison rata from Zelina Vega on Ruby. So that's how Zelina wins. What was the laugh? That was weird. Oh, uh, it was a McFoley cameo. 
Oh. Uh, no. Just, oh, oh, you typed him out. Yeah. Oh, what a, what a, what a nice guy you are. Yeah, I have my moments. I have my moments. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. I uh, originally typed him out with soft returns, but uh, apparently just wants to make a whole list like that. So. Um. So that's what that one is. The the women's tag is obviously the Iconics, uh, Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke. And uh, what was the other one? I know there was another pair there. There's also a lot of spelling mess-ups with the names. So. We're pretty used to that with you. Um, Fair. <laughs> well, well, there wasn't. Really have... No, there wasn't. No, another duo? Not really. No, but not for one yeah, else. not really duo. But you had Chelsea Green, who wasn't in the other one, so you could pair her up with Lana, Lana, <laughs> Santana Garrett, maybe, um, or Vanessa oh, yeah. Bourne. I guess technically, didn't Santana Garrett and Vanessa Bourne team together at one point? And in... I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. remember. Um. We'll use Chelsea Green in that. Well, Chelsea Green, no, we're going to put her in that title match. Um, and she can be the one who's dominating Ruby after Ruby undercuts Sarah Logan. Um, and, and you know, that's where Selena Vega sneaks in that Poison Rana. Her Poison Rana is vicious. And I mean vicious. Mm-hmm. It is really good. So that's why I wanted to end with that. End with that. Um on the tag stuff, I'm going to go Iconics. Um, we'll just do a, a single tag. Just straight up tag team. Jessamyn Duke, Marina Shafir versus the Iconics. I have said for weeks, months, years that I believe the Iconics should be the exemplary version of um, exponentially better together than apart. Um, and so I think you build this with, with some singles matches between the two where they're just getting devastated by Justin Duke and Marina Shafir mm-hmm. um, because they are former MMA stars. They're the heels. They, they can cheat to win and things like that in that buildup. And then the Iconics um, just do good old-fashioned tag team wrestling and manage to, to isolate. And, and, and Billy Kay could win. still have her CVs with her too soon. Too soon. Too soon. CVs. CVs. Remember in the CV on SmackDown, she was giving out her CVs. Her resume. Oh, her resume. Right. Yeah, CV Sorry. is the new um, phrase that for resume that threw me off uh. first um, two. So. Oh, okay, fair enough, guys. Get get with yeah. the times, guys. Yeah, okay. we're old. So, uh, moving on to the um, the men's tag, I think obviously AOP's in this. Um, I I really really like the idea of uh, of uh, Everrise, the Fashion Police, AOP. Um, let's just make it a fatal four way and, and throw an Epico and Primo to get some, some high flyers some fast speed. Um, I, there is no doubt in my mind that the way that this plays out is the way it played out in NXT, um, with all of those guys and the one that the, the dominant, uh, tag group in that, uh, is AOP. Um, not that the fashion police weren't cool as shit. 
Not that they didn't have a title run. Not that Everrise, well, they didn't have a title run. But not that Epico and Primo didn't have a title run. But I think the right move there is AOP. I, I think that just at the end end of the match, you can have all three of those other teams tag up on them, um, and then they get focused on each other. It's really a lot like the, the carry and cross match. I'm going really to throw one wrench into this because I realized there was another tag team that uh, got released and is not on this list. Okay. And I'm blanking on their name. Um, uh, um, God, they were red and black, had their face painted. Oh. Um, uh, it was a, a, a German thing, Ascension. The Ascension, right. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, so they're not on this list. Well, hold on. And technically, another wrench, AOP's retired. They have not officially retired. They've, They've actually officially retired. They okay. I did it happen just today. No, because uh, here's the deal: is the reports came out that they were retired, and they denied them. Oh, okay, my bad. Um, the reports came out and said they weren't taking bookings because they were retired, <laughs> and they put out a tweet saying, "No, no. Oh, you didn't know. Mm-hmm. They're still there." Anyway, um, and I just think it makes sense for for AOP to to get the win there. Um, When we go to the lightweight title, uh, I think that – is Aiden English under 205 pounds? I think he is, isn't he? Wasn't he one of them we mentioned once upon a time, Smarks? um, I think he can get there pretty easily if he's not. So um, Aiden English – um, just for surely for the the charisma and and promo skills in that in that I think it plays well. Obviously, you have Arya Davari in there. You have Tony Nese. You have heel versus heel showing up there. Um, you have both the Bollywood boys in there. Uh, there's a reason they weren't in the tag match. Um, this this almost becomes like an over the top rope, which actually really plays well for a cruiserweight type title. Um, because if everybody's light and there's so many high flyers, it, it changes how they wrestle. Um, but it also, you know, it, it sets up for elim- surprise eliminations of like Kalisto, who's dumb enough to go to the top rope and get knocked out by somebody. Um, I think uh, trying to make sure Cassius Ono could fit in that. Um, Murphy could fit in that. I don't want him in that. I want him in the in the next title. Um, so it won't be Murphy in there. Uh, I think that's where I'm going to, I mean, Alexander Wolf, he's, he's, he's the thin one, right? Uh, yeah, he was the thin one. Yeah. So maybe he can get light, light enough. Uh, Ruiz, I can't remember what, what, what his build's like. Does he fit in that category? Uh, he's cruiserweight. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, he was supposed to, uh, reportedly, he was supposed to be part of the Diamond Mine cruiserweight group that. So I think, I think you can do a really, really good, um, 10 man battle royal there, um, where you do get guys who set up to be able to go to the top, and then you also get guys who go to the top ill advised, we'll so, we'll say. Um, so that's where I'm going with that one. Uh, my my 
traditional world champion, my non-super heavyweight, but my heavyweight champion. Um, in that match, we will have Cain Velasquez. We will have... That's going to be the match that closes out the night, mostly because the super heavyweight would not be that enjoyable. So we're going to go to the super heavyweight, which is going to be Rowan, um, Braun. Um, How dare you give Braun a job? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Doesn't deserve it. <laughs> Rowan, Braun, Killian Dane. Um, Rowan, Braun, Killian Dane. And this is where Bo Dallas comes in. Not because he's a super heavyweight, but because he believes he can beat these big men. Uh, where did Bo you put Dallas. Alistair? He'll be in the next one. Oh, okay. So, um, so yeah, I, I want that Bo leave to show up, and I think, I think him throwing himself with the bow leaf that he can be in the biggest big group of men uh, works well. And, and I, I, I kind of want to see like a leather strap match um, four corners in progression with a four way uh, leather strap um, that could get really interesting, but it keeps them all in the ring, keeps them all moving around. And uh, I, I believe it or not, I had Bo Dallas win this just from his stealthy speed because he's bigger than the rest. Yeah, that's where I'm going with that. And then do, and you know it. <laughs> All right. So in the championship, I'm going to have Buddy Murphy, uh, the heavyweight champion. I'm going to have Buddy Murphy, Aiden English, Alistair Black. Um, might piss one person off here. Oh, Lars can also be in that. That. That's who I was going to put in that other one. Yeah, the super heavyweight. Um. Which actually makes a better fatal four-way on the other one. So I am going to put Lars in in place of Bo, which means that uh, Lars is not going to win, and Cain Velasquez is uh, – nope, Cain's in the lighter one. Ugh. Who do I want to win that? Rowan? Oh, interesting. Well, you got Rowan, Braun, Lars, and Killian Dane. Killing Dane. God, that's on the fucking pre-show, man. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Fuck that noise. I'm leaving Bo in there. And, Kill and Lars does not have a job. I'm leaving Bo <laughs> in there. And Lars doesn't have a job. It's okay. He probably wouldn't end up showing up for the... For the thing anyway, his, Dude, uh, mental his, illness. No, I'm just saying his anxiety would. I I would say the same thing if we were booking this and and uh, you were booking Kylie Ray to be in it. Um, I'm not saying mental illness or anything. I'm just saying that history speaks that um, when the pressure's down, he doesn't show due to his mental illness and being broken and whatnot. Which but is why he doesn't deserve to win, and he deserves to go off and spend time working on himself. Uh-huh. Three. Hold on. Uh, four. Five. Six. Seven. I think you did like seven matches. No, I didn't. I've done four. Oh, snap. Five, five. I'm going to do yeah. my sixth here. 
with a buy. Four with a buy or five. Uh, nope, eight. There we go. Okay, so in the heavyweight championship tournament, which is going to have a total of three, two, I'm sorry, four, two, one. So four plus two. Seven matches. <laughs> Some of them on the pre-show. We will have in this tournament, it'll be Cain Velasquez, Curtis Axel, No Way Jose, Aiden English, Murphy, Alistair. Bl- Aiden English was in the over the top. There's going to be a bye. So seven people in this with a bye, which means we have six matches. We have Cain Velasquez, Curtis Axel, No Way Jose, Velveteen Dream, Tucker, Alistair Black, Murphy. Um, the number one seed with the first round buy is going to go to Cain La- Velasquez as a legitimate former champion, whereas nobody else gets to have that title. Um, not former WWE champion, but a former something champion. Um, the two seed is going to go to uh, Alistair Black. Uh, that will take his match against No Way Jose. Um, which means No Way Jose will come out, start a conga line, leave, and Aleister Black effectively gets a first-round bye <laughs> as well. The three seed is going to go to Murphy. Um, that match will be against Curtis Axel, obviously with Murphy winning. The four seed will go to Velveteen Dream versus Tucker, um, and obviously Velveteen Dream is going to win that match, even though we don't like that idea, which puts us with Cain Velasquez against... Um, what did I have there? I had Alistair Black. I like that. Mm. That's a striking match. That could be that actually fun. sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, with Aleister Black hitting the Black Mass, don't worry, Kane. You're going to be able to get this one back at the next pay-per-view, just like Brock managed to get you to come to WWE so he could get his win back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Straight up. That was stupid. Uh, which also means <clears throat> that we have Murphy, Murphy versus Velveteen Dream. Um <clears throat> I'm going to have Murphy win this one. That dude's stacked, man. Mm. Like, Mercy, Murphy versus uh, Aleister Black in the final. I think that's a lot of fun. Yeah. I think, we, I think we really enjoy that. So, last match of the night is Murphy versus Aleister Black. Uh, Aleister Black is your new uh, I just got fired tournament champion. <laughs> It's not the best pay-per-view, and, and we, no. we we didn't lie about it the other night when we said it wouldn't be the best, but it would still be one that people would watch. Mm-hmm. The problem is you'd be depending on socials for the uh, for the build. Yeah. You'd have to pretty much depend entirely on that, which is fine. Which is fine, though. There's a lot of people behind some of these... Uh, wrestlers, no problem, you know, like Alistair for sure. You have a Braun following, I'm sure. You know what I mean? You have, uh, oh, I'm sure Dream has a following. Dream has, yeah, AOP. <laughs> I would, I would tune in to watch AOP win a, win a match, yeah, sure. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Cain Velasquez like... is the dude who knocked off Brock, Brock Lesnar. In UFC, I mean that's that's something people are going to tune in. That's for. pretty telling. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Kurt Angle is a special guest referee for all those matches. <laughs> that's fair. 
Working overtime, Kurt Angle. Yep. No, for the for the tournament matches. Sorry. That's right. Still. Yeah, that's six matches. Six matches. Six matches. Yeah. I mean, really five, because again, no way Jose doesn't get in the ring because he's just no way Jose. But cool enough. JLB, your turn. Alrighty. So in the wrestling pay-per-view, I'm fired, but it's your loss. We are going to have. Uh, I think I narrowed it down technically to six matches. So first and foremost, your commentating team is going to be um, Tom Phillips and Morrow. It's a two-man team. Keep it classic. Um, Renee and uh, Kathy Kelly are going to be... Uh, well, Kathy, Renee is actually going to be your announcer. That's going to be a little change of space, uh, pace, a little different. And Kathy Kelly will be your backstage uh, person. Right off the bat, starting it off, I am going to be doing a battle royale. Um, I believe I've narrowed it to 10. So in this battle royale, you are going to have uh, Primo and Ecopo, uh, Ep 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 Primo and Epico. You're going to have No Way Jose, Cassius Ono, Aiden English, I don't know what to do with Lars Sullivan at all. You're going to have uh, Tucker in there. Callisto. I think uh, you have Lars Sullivan come in and, and try to make weight to be in it, even though there's, there's obviously not a weight limit. But he brings his own scale. That'd be funny. <laughs> That's fine. And uh, the Bollywood boys. And I think I technically have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight... Uh, yeah, then I guess I'll, I'll, I'll take your, uh, I'll take your bet on that. And the winner of this will be, um, the winner of this basically will be able to get, um, a special, uh, okay. We'll be able to, um, be part of the main event, which we will get to later for, the best wrestler ever. Now, there's a lot of uh, nobodies there, but that's why it's their chance. Well, not nobodies, but not big stars necessarily. So it's their chance to prove what they're worth. I think, honestly, <sighs> I think uh, Cassius Ono deserves to win that. I felt like he was underused and he was such great talent. Uh, well, at least the matches that I saw when he was in NXT. I just feel they didn't use him well enough. Um, he had an absolute banger theme song. I'm just saying that. <laughs> he did. He oh, definitely did. Oh, no. no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yes, um, that's why. That's why we want him to win. Yes. <laughs> um... Actually, you know what? The the last guy is going to be uh, Moho Raleigh. I think I already said him, right? Moho. 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 Joho. They could make <laughs> a tag Rally. team with him and Ono. Moho Ono. <laughs> Moho no. Mojo, fuck you guys. <laughs> um, 
So that match is happening, but Cassius is still winning. Uh, next matchup, you are going to have the, the I'm fired, it's your lost best tag team. So you're going to have AOP versus Moho Ono. <laughs> um, versus uh, uh, Ascension, which might still be kind of fire. Fuck those guys! I don't like Ascension. Ah, but they were they well, they lacked You're charisma. not booking this one, huh? Yeah, I know, right? God damn. Okay, okay, dick. There was another tag team, no? Yeah, there was a couple more. Primo and Epico? No, they were in the Battle Royale. Um, well, technically, Alexander Wolf and Killian Dane were in... Uh, um, uh, dark, yeah. Uh, sanity? Eric, yeah, sanity. No, Eric, yeah sanity. sanity, there it is. Thank okay. you. Yeah. I couldn't think of the name. So, um, And technically, okay. technically Braun Strowman and... Uh, Rowan. Morgan, uh, Rowan were... Yeah. In the Wyatt family. There you go. That's fair. Okay, but I'll, I'll just stick with AOP, uh, Killian Dane, and... Uh... You also have the Fashion Police. Oh, snap. Very true. Okay, AOP, Fashion Police, and... Uh... Who is the other one? There was another big... Oh, uh, and the Ascension. AOP versus the Fashion Police versus the Ascension. Best... Winner is declared. I'm fired. I'm uh, I'm fired. You're lost. Best tag team uh, that has been fired in the last two years. Um, and this is also kind of like going to be throwing in matches too, where WWE has done, but they have failed on. So your next matchup. Your next matchup is going to. Uh, I I think you actually pin up Sarah Logan against Ruby Riot. I like it because from what I remember, Sarah Logan was pretty freaking decent in NXT. No, so well, so was Ruby, obviously. Um. Sarah was developing and and continued to develop as time went on. I just remember them both being better in NXT. Than, they were. That that was WWE fucking them up. Uh, so I think it's kind of a, the the battle of uh just, you know, who's who's the ultimate best of ba- battle of the riots kind of thing. And it's kind of like a um like a, a street fight between those two. And I think that would be kind of fun. Um, it's a Viking riot. Viking riot. That would work. Um, with that, so that's gone. And uh, I say Ruby takes that. Ruby would definitely take that. I feel like she's a bit more hardcore. It's a street fight. It's, uh, I, it's, not up, it's it's upper alley, if you will. But Sarah Logan, I remember, was a beast in NXT. She could go, so I think that would be fun. That'd be a fun time. 
Um, with that, then we have. Oh, motherfucker! I did not put Ever Rise in that tag team matchup. There you go. Oh, <gasps> oh! You are kicked out of Canada. That's it. You're getting your Canadian card revoked. You have to move. You do realize where he would go if he left Canada. I definitely wouldn't be in the States. <laughs> no, they're not giving you a choice. They're just kicking you over the border. Just kicking me over. Here's the boot. Um, a boot. All right. Well, you know what? I don't mind. I'll, uh, we'll make them go up because they have great chemistry together. And I've actually seen them fight against each other um, in 2.0. Uh, a few times in the indie scene. So I would actually like to see um, the better version, a better version matchup 3.0. And uh, this will be a ladder match because both guys, uh, both guys can go. Both guys are really good. They didn't showcase at all of what they could do in WWE because NXT, I guess, didn't let them or showcase much of their talent. So that'd be fun. And uh, Kevin Owens is randomly just going to come to be a special guest referee because it's the Montreal boys. It could become a referee, so that's not uh, bad. Um, yeah, because I already put them there, so I can't do that. And um, so that happens. I don't remember... I always confuse the two. Exactly. So the young I don't want to a uh, do, 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 do. you don't have a lot of women, man. Yeah, and you used two of them just for a street fight. Yeah, but that's going to be a badass street fight. <laughs> All right. You do Zelina Vega. Thrashing Lana. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, Lana is not part of this pay-per-view ever. <laughs> not happening. No Lana. Rusev can go have his sexy wife for the night because she's hot. Um, what's um, uh, Saphir? Is it Jessica Saphir? Marina, Marina Saphir, and Jessamine Duke, and Jessamine Duke. Yeah, uh, Lana can't, yeah, but Selena can't. Oh, no, never mind. I, I think your iconics and your, your iconic match is just spot on. With uh, Marina Safir and Jess and and Jessica Duke, Jessamine. just Jessamine Duke is just spot on. I don't know how you can better that. <coughs> so that is still happening. Uh, however, um, the MMA stars are taking it. Iconic just isn't that iconic enough. They're a great tag team together, but I feel that um, oh, iconic. I hope they get somewhere soon. It was just a report I, that 
she was crying for like three weeks. I anticipate we will see them somewhere soon because they did just trademark the name The Inspiration. Oh, snap. With two eyes. With two eyes. The Inspiration with what? With two eyes. Just like Iconic. Um, and another match that I absolutely just want to see because these guys work so good together, but WWE failed on this storyline miserably is Buddy Murphy versus Aleister Black. Those uh, matches were always good. Those matches were always fire, but the storyline just sucked and they didn't really care to do anything with them. Uh, so, so stupid. Such great talent, man. Yeah, great talent. Great talent. Great yeah. talent. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were and you great. Know and you know what? I feel like you add uh, Velveteen Dream to that mix. So we can Smart watch is gonna kill us in the face a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> like that's literally his whole role in that. Just get kicked in the face. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. But then he'll do some flipty doos and do some crazy spots off the rope, and everyone's gonna have a good time. Um, mostly because yeah, I feel like I'd leave him out of the pay per view if I didn't put him there. Because what I was going to do for my main event, it was going to be Oh no, my main event's going to be garbage. Oh, it's going to have Ono? Cool. It's going to have Ono, which is great. But then sure was... adding, adding Velveteen Dream already made something garbage. Hey, hey. Enough, la. Oh, we made it almost a whole episode. <laughs> I believe I said it before. I think La. you just missed it. La no. La no. <laughs> um, okay, well, in terms of just pure powerhouse, you got to put... I didn't even use it in English. I totally forgot how he wrestles, though, if he was any good or not. All I remember is when he accidentally injured, um, I think it was one of the AOP members, if I'm not mistaken. He injured someone by almost like guillotining him on the ropes. I want Aiden English to sing Ono's entrance. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, no. Um, yeah. So... Just for the uh, hell of it, we are going to do then, we are going to do, I don't want to put Braun in anything. Braun doesn't deserve anything. So we are going to do Aiden English versus Kurt Angle versus Cassius Ono. Just because I got nothing else, guys. I don't know. I'm sorry I wasted all of your time. But at the end of the day, I think uh, maybe the main event probably just should have been Alistair versus buddy versus velveteen because that would be a show stealer sorry smarks it is what it is love him or hate him he still entertains i just think it's uh worth at least mentioning that um 
that that what Braun Strowman said on Twitter a year ago has made you more angry uh, enough that you say fuck him he doesn't get a spot on my pay-per-view um, than what Velveteen Dream is alleged to have done <laughs> uh, he gets a spot in the main event yep yep yeah messed up i'm sorry but um yep i don't know 100 percent <laughs> messed up so i think i think maybe he's focusing on the fact that it's an alleged versus we know yeah, i mean there at, is that i mean jlb 420 hit him up on twitter um, no but at the end of the day it's still alleged it's not like you know it, it most likely true but again until convicted of such crime, it's your own standards, guys. You're innocent until proven guilty. No, 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 no. no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw this, I'm gonna throw that out the window because there, there's a person on this podcast who is a believe all women unless they accuse Joe Biden. No, no, I still, I still believe her. It's just we had a person who had one accusation and a person who had over twenty seven. So. Joe no. Biden wasn't my choice either. <laughs> I'm, just, um, I'm just toying with you, man. Chill out. Yeah. Holy cow. Let's not make it into a political goddamn. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying. But anyways. Um, you had yeah. no Chelsea Green on there, though, huh? I, I should have planned beforehand. Guys, I'm Here, really this, garbage. This, yeah, I will all admit, the time this is hard because it's on the spot. This one was really hard because it was on I the can't. spot. I didn't do Chelsea Green. I didn't do Rowan. Uh, you know, okay, I didn't well, do Curtis so Axel. I didn't matters. do Bo Dallas. That's sad. Uh, Bo Dallas, I should have definitely have probably had in the main event instead of maybe Velveteen. Technically, <laughs> didn't Bo and, Bo and Curtis have a tag team? Yeah, you could have had a B team in a the tag B team. team. <gasps> and the B team would have won. Best of the tag team, the B team would have won just for their pure entertainment. I loved the B team. <laughs> I missed it too, man. I missed the fact that we actually had the B team. I was so busy avoiding Curtis Axel that I forget that we had the B team. Oh man, if what's his face didn't go to uh, Impact, I'd also we'd we'd have the a good chunk of three MB. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, Heath Slater taken there. Yeah. Wait, wait, we wouldn't have any of three and B. All of them are signed. Two of them to WWE. Wasn't uh, well, no, you had, well, Heath yeah. Slater was part of three and B. Drew, yeah. and then Drew McIntyre, and uh, wasn't Bo part of it at one point? No. No. Oh, okay, my bad. So then, no, then no, you would have no one of three and B. Then my bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's it. I'm sorry, uh, Aiden English. I mean, I'm if, sorry, Bo. If Matt Cardona hadn't signed to Impact, you could have had the Hype Brothers. True. True. I don't, I don't know if you would have wanted the Hype Brothers. I, I wouldn't have wanted the Hype Brothers. We could have totally had Fashion Police versus three uh, versus B Team. That would have been a lot of that fun. That would have been fun. That That's a main event level tag team match in in this pay per view. <laughs> I mean, at the end hey. of the day, I think everybody agrees. Murphy 
and oh, Alistair, Alistair Murphy, yeah, Murphy and Alistair. You can throw in maybe another guy, but Murphy and Alistair are your main event. Main event all day, every day. Um, yeah. And I was throwing someone in just because, like, whatever, but just them two alone would be enough. I'd be good. I was thinking of Tony <coughs> Nice, adding Tony Nice in there, but he's too small. Oh, Tony, you want Nice and Davari in a match together. Oh, yeah? They've had great matches against each other. They... They carry it. They they literally carried the cruiserweight division at one point, the two hundred five live brand at one point. Oh snap! Okay, really close together, in fact. So, in yeah. fact, I think we saw both of them in Lincoln, didn't we, Smarks? I can't remember if we saw both of them, but I know we saw. I know we uh, saw Davari. Yeah, I'll tell you what, cage match will have that <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So not the, the one of the things we've discovered is it's really hard to book a pay-per-view. Oh yeah, especially with me, I'm all over the place. I got to plan more. Especially on the spot like I'd like yeah. to see Cody Rhodes do this and Cody Rose. <laughs> That's fair. Let's That's fair. See. Date of that. When, when was that? Was it August? Yeah, it was summertime. Some, 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 uh, 2017? Is that right? I thought it was June of 17, but. Um, it can't be 17 because I was still in Carney at 17. So, so 18 then. So, um, I was thinking 19. Okay, I'm taking my mic off for uh, my camera off for a second. Whoop. La, 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 la. 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 Well, I'll just really, looking on that. While I'm we really talk... excited for Mojo Ono as a tag team. Mojo Ono. Um, <laughs> let's actually see if I can do this. Rather than turn off my camera, I just decided to do this. <laughs> if you don't get that, you don't watch wrestling. I wasn't watching, so um, we're gonna go ahead and move I'm on. Talking to, to you, I was talking to our fans, dude. Yes, well, I wasn't watching. So we're gonna move on to our game that we play at the end: Ring of Honor, AEW, or Impact. The rules on this are simple. I'm going to toss out three names, uh, and you have to choose which promotion to put them in. Uh, but just like last week when I posited that we worked our way all the way through the uh, WWE roster at least once and we needed a break, I'm going to keep the break going. And this time, it is going to be Ring of Honor, AEW, or WWE, because I'm going to throw out three impact names that you need to decide where to put. Hmm. Where do you put these impact names? Oh my goodness. Your names oh, no. in the first round. <laughs> oh, Chris Bay. No. Chris Bay. Sammy no. Callahan and Moose. Oh, Who wants to go first? Uh, I will. I, I, I want this one. Um, I'm going to take Sammy. That's funny. Sorry, just to have my camera sits. How those lights reflect. Anyway, um, 
I'm going to go with uh, Sammy Callahan to ROH, um, mostly because I don't like him. <laughs> I can admit that. Um, I have a strange feeling Vince has been trying to get Moose for a very, very long time. So Moose to WWE and Chris Bay to AEWs, which I think he would be phenomenal in. Okay. Is it, is that, that's it. That's the whole yeah, thing. That's it. Okay. Let's we'll see. Well, I mean, okay, I'm going to switch it up. That is good. I just feel like Vince won't get Moose. Moose will not sign there uh, to WWE. Yeah, you get to uh, mandate this shit, dude. Yeah, that's the yeah, joy man. of this. <laughs> that's it. So um, I see Sammy Callahan going to WWE, actually. I think Vince kind of will treat him kind of like a KO-esque so he won't be too jobbery. He'll get an IC title. I don't know if he'll ever get the world title like KO did. Um, but he's not as funny as KO. So I think, I don't know, I see Vince doing that because Moose is definitely going to AE-dubs. Absolutely AE-dubs. He can do everything. He can work with the bigger guys. He can work with the flip de doos He can go anywhere. He could go work with Darby one night, go work with Jungle Boy the other, although Jungle Boy would get his ass kicked. And then he could work with Kenny Omega. Um, he's very versatile. He can go anywhere. No problem. AE, that's what AEW would like. Unfortunately, that means Chris Bay is going to ROH, but I think that's the best move for Chris Bay. Because he's He's not going to do anything in WWE except go to 205 Live or like the main event because they won't know what to do with him. Uh, I guess if he goes down to NXT, perhaps, but I feel like then they just put him with like Hit Row Records or something. So yeah, that would be unfortunate. That's part of the reason I wouldn't want him in WWE is they would they would pigeonhole him to yeah a typecasting that would suck for sure. So. Not down with that. I'd rather see him excel in ROH, and that might put a lot more eyeballs on uh, ROH, too, perhaps. Uh, I don't know how much of a following Chris Bay has, but he's freaking phenomenal. He's really good. All because uh, of Smarks. Smarks was uh, yeah. the one that uh, coined me onto him. So thank you. Thank you. Yes, I'm sure the reason Chris Bay is phenomenal is Smarks. It's all because of me. <laughs> All because of him. You can't tell me otherwise. Um, he, he learned everything he knows from Officer Mark Smarks. Now, now um, I would love to see a Chris Bay versus Swerve match. Oh, that'd be fun. But not Swerve from Hit Row Records. No. Previous Swerve. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Swerve now is not the same at all. So to uh, to answer our previous uh, thing, we did see Arya Davari. Uh, we did not see um, Tony Nese. <coughs> Um It was April twenty third, twenty nineteen. So. Okay, so we were um, both off. You thought it was late summer. I thought it was early summer. It was hot. It was um, but we're fat, so it's always hot unless it's January. We mentioned before <laughs> that the, the uh, main event was Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton. Um, 
However, that wasn't the main event. That was the keep people around match. Well, it was the main event for the show. Yes. But it ended in a DQ, and then you had a tag team match that was Finn Balor and Roman Reigns versus Elias and Randy Orton. That's right. I remember. I had forgotten that we got to see Oni Lorcan at that, though. Did we? Yeah, he was the one that Arya Davari went against. And Humberto Correa defeated Drew Gulak. Good times. Good times. We didn't care about Humberto back then. We did care about Drew, but... Mm-hmm. Bam. All right, I guess I'll go next. Yeah, okay. you're on the screen. Yeah. Okay. Um... So I'm just going to go with really pale wrestlers. Finn Balor, Sheamus, and Nikki Cross. You know, we've never had all all those at the same time. Nope. And I don't think you've had a uh, multi-gender either. You didn't have mixed Um, gender. Well, we did last week. You'd know that if you were here. but Oh, it's valid. Ooh, hey, this is your first FBI in what, a month? Whoa, calm down. Two weeks. Three. I mean, three weeks ago. You had two weeks in a row. You weren't here. So, So, less than um, a month. (laughs) I'll go ahead and start because. Yeah, uh, you do that before I blow this place up. So. Whoa, terroristic threats. Terroristic threats. Oh. What's, uh, what's From a computer, <laughs> we need, we need to we need to have the Raw and Order uh, Homeland Security team visit yes. you. Yeah, seriously. Uh, yes. um, Home internet. So uh, because I'm a Mark <laughs> Finn Balor to AEW, because I wouldn't not put Finn Balor. I would I would put Finn Balor in AEW versus almost any other wrestler. Moose. Me yeah. personally, yeah, yeah. Seth, I mean, there's a reason that there is a Finn Balor right up there. Um, no, we gotta go this way. There, there Adam is. Cole, there. baby, or Finn Balor. Oh snap! That one's tougher, but I still think I'd probably go Finn Balor. And then next to him is Demon Finn Balor. So, um, <laughs> so Finn Balor to AEW. Uh, Nikki Cross to Impact, which puts Sheamus in Ring of Honor, which is damn weird position. A for damn him. shame! It's a damn yeah. shame. It's a damn shameless. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I know he was going to do that? <laughs> um, Nikki to AE Dubs because oh. because women's division. And she would bring a lot to it. <laughs> they need help. She's help. She's help. She's she's almost heroic. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> the amount of cheese on this call right mm. now. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, Finn Balor. Finn Ballard Impact. God, that actually plays a lot better than I thought it would until after I said it. Finn Balor and Impact would be a lot of fun. Um, especially considering the Good Brothers are there. 
Oh, snap. Little uh Bullet little Club reunion. reunion. Little reunion. Nope. Little unification. Hey. Um and then you have Bullet Club versus Bullet Club. Triple threat match. That would be fun. Triple threat. That that actually yeah. would be really fun just from a standpoint of yeah. You have, you have original Bullet Club, Gallows and Anderson and Finn Balor turn on Kenny Omega, new school Bullet Club. Yeah. The Young Bucks there. That's a lot of fun. Is there a fourth person you can add on? Because you could technically add Cody in there to the new Bullet Club. Cody is the special guest referee. Oh, Jesus. He's so going to be biased. Will he? He will. He's part of the new Bullet Club. Cody turns his back on... So we're fantasy booking here, but Cody turns his back on Tony Khan and buys Impact out from under him. Oh Jesus! What a, another WWE during over this again. match? Oh my gosh, <laughs> it'd be fantastic. Tony Khan, <laughs> it does say neither Tony nor Khan. It actually says Rhodes, Cody Rhodes. No, no, no. Back okay. Anyway, that was funny, guys. You, you do a pretty good Cody Cody Rhodes impression. Yeah. Cody Rose sounds just like that. <laughs> Uncanny. Uh, sorry, I had Finn Balor at Impact, uh, which in turn means I'm I'm also putting Sheamus in ROH, probably unjustified. Um, the, I, I don't I don't know that JBL. No, I'm sorry, JLB. Better get it straight. Sorry. I have one job. No, I don't. Yeah. I have I have multiple jobs. That's why I was late for this one. Anyway, Do all those jobs <laughs> properly. That's your one job. Oh, okay. So, um, but I don't know. I don't know that JLB uh, knew knew he was going to create this difficult of a challenge. But both of us struggled putting Sheamus into ROH. Mm-hmm. He doesn't fit their style, but the other two both fit better in the other two brands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. That's the problem. Sheamus is blessed oh. enough to stay in WWE. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that hurts to say. Well, I think Sheamus is kind of like Randy Orton level in terms of Vince will never let them go because hey, you guys always were kind of ride or die with me, and that's it. You'll do whatever I ask, no questions asked. Like whatever, you're done. They're already like legendary status if you will no legendary I, I don't know the the way this last couple of years have gone i don't believe there's anyone in wwe that vince is that loyal to yeah, yeah. Um, oh oh kurt angle wasn't legendary status mm-hmm. no, no no i just mean in the sense that like you guys have been okay kurt angle like just not necessarily been with me through thick and thin because clearly vince changes his mind like i don't know a baby changes their diaper you know, every two, three hours. Thank, oh, so, my God. Babies change their own diapers? My kid oh, oh, was yeah. way behind. Yeah, oh, God. You, I wish. <laughs> oh, my daughter's gotten to the age where she'll just come up and she'll just lay down beside me and stick her legs up in the air like, uh, give me a new diaper. And I'm like, no. I'm, just, I'm uncomfortable. Yes. Just, just like, oh. and just point. You know, new diaper. 
Oh, God. Can you please change my situation? So I am not happy with it. Uh, <laughs> You'll have kids. You'll have yeah. kids. Oh, not looking forward to that. Just the pre- yeah, maybe the you pre- won't. I mean, yeah. there yeah. are pieces to that involved. Here, here's the you deal. You see their I'm, smile and their chains, and they yeah. laugh. And I get it. I, I'm but... gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you this. The poop really isn't all that, like, bad. All in all, just in general, like you get really used to that pretty quickly. Um, oh yeah. Okay. The the early on stuff, the muconium, the right after birth, that stuff's fucking nasty. <laughs> uh, and so once you've gone through that shit, um, pun, pun intended. intended. Uh, uh, pun always intended. Um, once you go through that, the regular shit is you know. I mean, it can be a mess and it's not pleasant, but it's it's lights out. Ain't it? Yeah. Easier. It's not I mean, diarrhea. you're not gonna make an air freshener out of it. No, you just fucking do <laughs> it. You just roll through it. It's, it's to be perfectly honest. It's as the, when they get a little older. It's, it's the when they get sick and vomit. That's the worst one. Mm. That is way worse. When you're holding, holding them, they're they're sick, and you're like comforting them, and then all of a sudden you just feel the warm wet on your shoulder, and you're like, oh god, oh no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> Oh, oh, that was a weird tangent. So now DFA has to palate, palate cleanse us by giving us our challenge. I, uh, I, I, I'm going to go with former 205 Live Cruiserweight, whatever you want to call it, uh, champions. Uh, I'm going to go with Tony Nese, Ari Davari, and Buddy Murphy. Okay. Two of which we've never done before. Yeah. Mm. So so this is um, real life uh, Ring of Honor. Yeah. AEW Where are they going to go? Because <laughs> they are all indeed unemployed. Um, so uh, I will go ahead and go first. Uh, Buddy Murphy goes to AEW all day, every day. Um, so that's, that's just a given there. Um, it's a lot tougher with the other two. Uh, I, I think Tony Nese doesn't fit Ring of Honor well. So I guess Tony Nese to Impact and then Arya Davari to, uh, Ring of Honor. I think his style fits Ring of Honor better, but well, I mean, the hard part with that is that Impact is still available. Mm-hmm. You know, once you fill out AEW, who do, who do you want to see in the next division match, mm-hmm. or who do you want to see be the world champion in ROH? Because they do that a lot. Yeah. Well, but that that's that's the deal. Is like I I. I struggle with the idea of putting Tony Nese in Ring of Honor because I don't think he fits Ring of Honor. He doesn't really fit uh, Impact either, but he fits that better. So that's why I put him there. Then Arya Davari goes to Ring of Honor where he'll flip to do around and be all flip. Arya Davari's been there for quite some time, huh? Yeah. WWE? Yeah. Damn. Fandango was there for 14 years. Tyler wow. Breeze was like 11. 
Damn. Yeah. Be, what are you doing with your talent? To the point where so, I don't even realize how long they've been there because they're just never on TV. So, so back Ugh. to your point about about someone being uh, Vince McMahon's ride or die, and and uh, because he's been been loyal and everything. Well, uh, I, he just I still think two people who combine for for two and a half decades worth of time. Yeah, for a quarter movie. century. Quarter century. Yeah, but clearly, one could argue that he didn't like them enough for him to be world champ. Sheamus and Orton have been world champions. Yeah. So, no, again. Okay. How about this? Braun, who yeah. was there for 10 years. Uh, he found uh, Omos and said, bye, Braun. I'm, I'm, screw your contract. So, so You're that's, trying to screw that me That is over. the point there. That is the point that we are but trying never to been, make. Has he been champion? Yes, Braun has been champion. Yes, I yeah. feel like not Twice. for long. Twice, my God! What once with both of the big titles? Wow! Um, but that—that that is exactly the point. Mm-hmm. Um, is that Vince McMahon? Now, it's it's Braun all did, about the dollar bills. Braun did negotiate a big contract. Yeah, it, it's all about the dollar bills yeah. for for Vince for any any wrestler, right? When the number of dollars they spend on you outranks the number of dollars they think you are worth, they cut you. So, so Sheamus gets to stay around a while because, A, they still think he brings in money, and B, he's cheaper. Uh, Randy Orton gets to stay around because, A, he's cheaper than Braun Strowman was, and he continues to bring in money. Um but as soon as that math changes for Sheamus or or Randy Orton, then they get their I'd agree with papers. that. Um, I'd agree with that. Okay, that's fair. So. I don't know if Orton will. Yeah, I think Orton's just kind of like, whatever, bro. Pay 15-time me. champion, man. Yeah, that's it. It's a soft spot for third-generation superstars or second-generation superstars. And multiple-time champions. Like, I th- multiple, multiple, not yeah. like two. I also think Randy Orton um, will continue to have... continue to perform at a high enough level for a lot longer than someone like Braun Strowman and maybe even Sheamus. Um, uh, barring a major injury, Randy Orton can continue to do his, his shtick for another 10 years. You know, mm. um, and I've said before, I think we're at peak Orton right now, and maybe they'll prove me wrong and prove that next year's peak Orton. Um, <clears throat> that'd be crazy. I can tell you, Orton's a hell of a lot better right now than he was when he won his first title. I can tell you, Orton's a hell of a lot better right now than he was when he won his seventh. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and just character work wise, he is yeah. so much better now. Like, early on, he was relatively bland, to be perfectly honest. Yep. But now he's... And this this, uh, RK Bros thing is kind of cracking me up. And it's going to be interesting to see when Randy Orton comes back, how he responds to... I think they're going to end up breaking them up. It's going to be Bro versus RKO SummerSlam. They're going to do that. That's the way they always do it. But how long they stretch it out is going to be the question. SummerSlam, until SummerSlam. I would like to see him try to stretch it out to Survivor Series. 
Yeah, Survivor Series. Uh, actually, a breakdown at, at the Royal Rumble is really good. Yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the perfect setup there. Royal Rumble. They're both in the Rumble, and then uh, they have uh, a Survivor Series team that wins together, so they're still high, flying high. Mm-hmm. And Orton bees Orton. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or Orton is the uh, the viper. viper that bites the frog. <laughs> Straight up. But. Okay. Well, we all did one there, right? I didn't forget one, yeah. right? Okay. Because no. I tend to do that sometimes. I guess uh, somewhere around, you know, midnight, my brain stops remembering if we all did a round. But yeah, but did what was their last round? We, we just we just did it. Davari, yeah, was... Davari, niece, and. Well, I don't Eddie think Murphy. I did mine technically. Oh, oh well, okay. Then do well, it. then let's do yours. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Let's see here. That's it's twelve forty-five uh, right now. That means <laughs> about two oh, o'clock. Uh, we should be ending up the show. Um, yeah, you're gonna make up your mind sometime around uh, February. <laughs> Wake okay. me up when okay. September ends. Okay. Give me the names one more time. Tony Neese, yeah, Ari Davari. And Buddy Murphy. These yeah, are three so, dudes who have all held the 205 Live Cruiserweight Championship. Fair. So, Buddy Murphy has to go to AEW, so I'm agreeing with you there, Smarks. Um, I don't think... I'm going to have to put Tony Nese in Impact. Um, I have to go watch Ariel Divari's stuff, though. You guys are really, like... Gloating, you guys are really like making him sound like he's this crazy good superstar, and I have to go check him out because you're probably right. I just can't recall any matches currently. I will say the promo skills of Arya Davari are the best of those three. Oh, that's fair. That could be fair. I mean, Buddy Murphy doesn't have any. Um, and I don't think I've... Oh, no, Tony Nese has kind of like a cocky attitude, no? Yeah, and Davari's is better. Hmm. All right. That's fair. So that's what I'm going to go with, and then I'm going to kick myself uh, in the butt when I watch some Mario Davari matches, and then I realize, oh, snap, this guy can go. Has Mario Davari ever faced Tony Nese? Yes, 205 left, right? Yeah, for sure. Yep. Okay, I gotta definitely check out. I some don't of those know matches. if he's ever faced Murphy. I think he has. Yeah, Murphy was cruiserweight champion for a while too, so I'm sure they did. Yeah. I don't remember. Murphy versus. Sorry, Buddy Murphy. I I should respect his whole name. Yeah, one job. Yeah, uh, I, WWE Two and Five Live, February twentieth, twenty eighteen. I really feel like. Buddy Murphy's best promo gimmick should be I slept with Alexa Bliss. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> straight up. Or like it turns out that Buddy Buddy Murphy just randomly comes back and starts date, dating Lily. And he's like, How do you like it, Alexa? <laughs> well, she's How with like, like an it? MMA star now, I think. No, no. she's a drummer. No, she's with Ryan she's Cabrera. Oh, Ryan Cabrera, <laughs> that's who it is, yeah. An MMA star. I don't know. 
whatever. Yeah. Oh, damn. This these this highlights of uh, Buddy Murphy and Ari Davari are pretty fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude's yeah. a stud. Well, we will wrap things up so someone can, you know, bone up on Ari Davari and Buddy <laughs> Murphy. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, bone. bone up. Bone up. I said bone. <laughs> Speaking of Buddy Murphy and Alexa Bliss. Yeah, bone. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. Um, make sure to check all the God, links in the doobly doos down below. Um, they are all right down there in the doobly doos. They're going to have links to our merch store and our social media and our Patreon and all of that stuff down there. Um, so you can click that and support us that way. Support us on Patreon or buy some merch from us or, you know, whatever. Um, there's even going to be a link in there, um, for, uh, StreamYard, which we use to host our show. Uh, so if you want to do live streaming of your own, we highly recommend checking out StreamYard. There's going to be a link. It's an affiliate link, just so you know. Uh, but clicking that link to sign up helps us out in great ways there. So it's great options there. But yeah, check out the links in the doobly-doos. Uh, you can always follow us on social media. You can follow me at Raw and Order WBU. You can follow DA Fabe at Not on my back patio. But you can <laughs> follow me at DA Vincent K Fabe. I mean, you can follow him on his back patio. It's No. Uh, I'm sure there's We least, had this conversation Sunday. I'm sure there's at least <laughs> some place that you can follow him where he can't see you. Yeah, straight up. And then you can follow JLB at JLB420. Real Talk Radio is the brand, and I am going to be shooting episodes out of my butt because I'm done school. So I have a lot of free time, and I'm excited to get all these movie reviews officially done. And it uh, should be fun. I have a lot of things uh, that, I've, uh, that I've planned out, and uh, it's going to come to fruition. I have a month. So let's get her done. And uh, anchor.fm slash RTR uh, is where you will find all the the Spotify's, the Apple's, the whatnots. Uh, they're all there. And uh, yeah, if you want to talk about anything at JLB420, give me a holler. I don't bite. Uh, and uh, that's it. Back to you, good sir. I don't know why, but right now all I have in my head is um bruce almighty where the monkey <laughs> the butt monkey comes out <laughs> well on that note, episodes out of his butt <laughs> we are going to uh close the book on the fantasy booking institute uh thank you all for listening or joining us on the live stream we will see you soon go home you little ass monkey <laughs> how do you get rid of murphy <laughs> <laughs>